Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. How are you? How are you? How are you? This is the Taryn Lamb Show, season seven, episode six. And it's also the first day of summer. Happy summer to those who are joining us. We are here on IG Live, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, each and every Tuesday. You can also check us out on YouTube now. Please go subscribe to my YouTube channel, I am Taryn Lamp. I am working on getting enough subscribers so I can take the show to YouTube as well, so I can be live on YouTube. Hi, Tanya. Um, thank you so much for joining me. We're also on Apple Podcast now, so the Taryn Lamb Show on Apple Podcast. So you have IG Live, you have YouTube, and you have pod, um, Apple Podcast. So depending on how you get your, your shows and your info, please check us out on all three of those channels. Like I said, please make sure you go to our YouTube channel now and subscribe. I'm working on getting, uh, you know, YouTube subscribers so I can take the show live on IG and on YouTube as well. I'm also going to put my cash app in the comments and you know, all those proceeds, 100% of those proceeds go to help pay off a bill, a medical bill for a heart disease or cancer patient in need. So anything you give to the cash app goes to uh, pay off a bill and how that works. There is my cash app. Uh, put survivor in the comments when you donate. And so, you know, I, it's, it's not a, an official 501c3. It's a good old fashioned love and kindness um, giving. And I can go directly to the hospital and pay off a bill to the hospital where I get my treatment myself. All I do is take the money from the cash app, swipe and pay off a bill. I don't have specific information on patients due to HIPAA compliance laws, but I do know the people there at the cancer center very well. And so they usually give me someone um, who's in need and that's what I do. So I've, we've paid off two bills so far. So um, for those who might be listening and not seeing this, my cash app is dollar sign T lamp seven, put survivor in the comments. So let's get started with my guest here and bringing her on again. This is the Taryn Lamb show season seven episode six, and we are here 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. East Coast Time, and 5.30 p.m. for my Pacific Coast friends. Um, Let's see, let's get you in here, Bonnie. Hello, hello, hello. Bonnie? There you are, beautiful. There we go, hello, hello. Let me take a big old, really quick. Good call. 
It's so hot here. I can relate. <laughs> it's a, it was actually a pretty beautiful day in here in Florida. I can't complain. Is it hot? Really hot there though? Uh, normally like, yes. Today was beautiful. Okay. Okay. It's, it's so hot here. It's like a, for us, it's in the nineties today. I mean, we're taking it because we hate that Chicago cold, but whoo, yeah. Okay. So this is the Taryn Lamp Show, Season 7, Episode 6. Make sure you're going to YouTube, liking, um, subscribing to my YouTube channel, and make sure you're liking, following, and doing all that good stuff. Um, Bonnie's channel as well, and she's going to get into a little bit about what she does. Oh, my gosh, you look so beautiful. Okay. I feel like I start this over and go do my, get my face together. I started putting on makeup before the gym, and I can't believe I became that person. But just because I started looking at myself in videos, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. You, you look stunning. Yeah. I'm like, well, oh, thank you. you. Okay. So Bonnie, tell us a little bit about yourself. And you, you know, you told me about your journey. Of course, you know, it, it, it touched me um, in, a, in many ways, but I want people to know about you. And then I want people to know about how you kind of got to be what you're doing now, which is amazing um, work. So tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so I am the owner of a small business that is centered all around personal development for women. I am 35 years old. I have a 21-year-old and a 14-year-old, so I have been a mom since I was 14 years old. And unfortunately, the circumstances surrounding the birth were not consensual. And I know that a lot of women have been in that situation as well. But I was so young, and I was so determined to... I don't know. I just, I was like, this is my child. I'm not, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm, we're doing this. Um, and so it's been, it's been a very interesting journey being, becoming a mom so young and um, not really feeling good about yourself. Like from there on, like I was marked as unworthy or damaged goods and so many situations and circumstances in life, even before that point, had led up to create that core belief about myself that I was not worthy. And that's how I got in that situation where people didn't respect my boundaries. And it just continued to perpetuate this story uh, that I believe to be true. And that sort of mindset led me into relationships and situations all through life where it was, it was confirmed. It was like a self-fulfilling prophecy um, from being in abusive relationships, really, really un like terrible work environments where I was harassed by managers and just everything about my story led me to believe that I was not worthy. And when I, just to kind of flash forward through so much storytelling, cause I could take so long, the premise of my business is that you get to choose that you as a female you get to choose what your story is regardless of your past and you get to rewrite it and you get to unlearn things that were not true and you get to learn things that are true for you and it changed my life having a mindset switch and my business is a it's a mix between a personal well not personal training it's fitness coaching it's life coaching it's nutrition coaching it's all it comes full circle because for me, where I started to find my power and start to gain confidence in myself for the first time ever was when I started exercising and lifting weights. And I was like, oh, snap, I'm not, you know, I'm not a weakling. I can do, like, it just, it really showed me that I could transform. And even though it was outside, it was also very much an inside job. And that, that changed my perspective about life. I was like, oh my gosh, what else can I do? What else can I do? 
And I was like, I have to show other women this, that there's so much power in being able to change the way that you view yourself and rewrite your story. And since I do life coaching, I would do fitness coaching simultaneously. And now it's kind of evolved into this just so much bigger than I ever knew. Or, well, I knew, I know what I want it to look like, but it just yeah. evolved. And I'm just, I'm so amazed that I get to do this with women. So let me, let me, um, I know you're gonna be like, how did we get here? Um, when you first said in the beginning, and, and when you go back and watch this, one of the first things you said was, you know, your circumstances weren't that great, but you took it by the bull by the horns, as they say, and you smiled and you said, let's do this. <laughs> and so, I mean, I just want to know what got you there. Right, because when you're telling me you, when you go back and watch this video, you're gonna see that you told yourself, Bonnie, let, let's do this. You know, you you said it in the video and you smiled. And for what your circumstances were, to keep smiling through that, and now be able to share the story with a smile. What got you there? Because I know what you're doing now is amazing work, and you're paying it forward to other people particularly women, but I know there must have been so many obstacles before the smile. I, it's so funny that you pointed that particular thing out because I now attribute it to the reason why I teach women to do inner work. Mm -hmm. um, my great grandmother, she had been through a lot. She's a black woman in America and she was almost 90 years old. And I was going through crazy times as a teen, a preteen. I wasn't even a teenager yet. I was going through something and I was having a pity party and she goes, and I'm, I need to stop smiling. This is not a smiling story, but I remember this impacted me so much because I was looking at her like, absolutely not woman. But she was telling me, she's like, you know, girl, baby, you just got to smile if it kills you. Mm. And I remember looking at her like, no, the heck I don't. And then she started to tell me these horrible stories of things that she had lived through. He's like, I've come home. She's had 10 children and only six of them lived to adulthood. You can use your imagination. They lived in Tennessee. She's come home and seen one of her children hanging from a tree. One of her children was a bus accident, like the bus blew up or something. And the officer threw her bag of bones of her child at her. And she said she picked it up what? with a smile. Like, our, like the body bag. And she's like, I picked it up with a smile and I walked away. And she's telling me all of these horrific things that happened. She's like, you never let them see you, you know, down. And I remember being a young kid and I didn't know, have as much wisdom as I do now, but I was like, absolutely not. No, like, I get what you're saying. Be strong. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, I know that you, that women, you guys had different circumstances, but this is, we're in a different time. Mm -hmm. And I get to be both strong and also get to be vulnerable. And I just remember her that those words, I was like, no, I'm not going to smile if it always kills me. I'm going to, I just, I, I always remembered those words. And I don't know why my brain thought of that story when you asked me about the smile, because I was smiling, but she just seeing that strength, like I didn't take her advice to smile if it kills me, but I took her advice to be strong no matter what. That's what I got from that. I was like, I don't have to fake a smile, but I will keep going during the hardest of circumstances. And those are the kind of women that raised me. And yeah. so backing down from certain things, I never realized it was not an option. Okay. Um, the, my grandmother, my great grandmother, they always faced obstacles like head on. And in fact, my grandmother made it her business to always like 
integrate neighborhoods. She would always be the, only, the first black family to move into like a very, like she just, she, she loved being different and she loved taking chances. And that just, it taught me a lot. It taught me to be very confident and very bold and very strong. So I think that that definitely comes from there. But on a spiritual perspective, I don't know when this happened, but something in my soul has always known like that I was going to drink the cup that most people wouldn't want to. Like it's like an unknown agreement between me and God. Um, when times are getting hard and different seasons in my life, I can recall like praying or being in a meditative state and just feeling that knowing like this is what it's going to take for this. And it's like, you could not, you could take the easier road if that's what you want. But I know that this is what you want, Bonnie. And this is what it's going to take to get there. Yeah. I, I've I think, always been like, okay, okay. If it's going to help other people. But. She says your grandmother is an obsolete inspirational lady, right? She's one of a kind, you know, it sounds like, you know, and um, she also says, how come people are so evil, which is very true. Cause that's an evil, evil story. Um, but at the same time, it, there's no, but period. That's an evil, Different evil, times, but yeah. evil story. I'm glad that, you know, that relationship though with her turned into be something where you can, you know, you're, you're definitely um, um, benefiting from if that's the word, I don't know if that's the exact word I'm looking for, but you know, you're, you can see yourself in her or her in you or however that goes. So tell us how you're taking that, right? So this, the, the situation in the beginning, you turn that into a smile. Cause like I said, in the beginning, when you go back and look at this, you'll see you told yourself, let's do it to now what you do. How do I, what would, sorry. how do you like, like you've, you've jolted it in, you know, to what you do. So maybe give us some examples of some things you might do for, for women or, you know, what might someone do if they want to get involved in what you do or how, you know, how can they learn how to, you know, take back their power, right? Through the things that you do. Okay, wonderful question. So usually the way that I work with people, it always starts with some form, some sort of like fitness or weight loss because women will be in a bad place. And they, the first thing that we do is we look externally. And because your, your external environment is just a reflection of your internal environment. So when I stopped taking care of myself, it was because I was not feeling so great. Or when you start neglecting yourself uh, physically, you start to create this disconnect from yourself, like your intuition. And so they'll come thinking, I have this weight problem. Can you help me? And then as I talk to them, for the majority of women, I'm like, it's not that you have an unhealthy relationship with food or a weight problem. Like you have an unhealthy relationship with yourself. Because mm -hmm. if you, if there's something in you that doesn't feel that you're worthy to take care of yourself. And so mm -hmm. some people will just come just for fitness coaching and that's it. And then others, when I like shine that light, they're like, yeah, let's do deeper work. And so then that's when we start doing one-on-one, -on -one, either life coaching or mindset coaching, something like that. Um, that's what I, that's the, the bulk of the work that I do one-on-one -on -one with people. And I've done a lot of mindset coaching for other new coaches, health coaches like myself. So that's the first step, right? Is kind of getting your, your wrapping your head around how you're treating yourself. Yeah. And seeing that it's not like, obviously, oh, the foods are bad or I'm just not this. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're just not paying any attention to how you're treating yourself. Because when you start, awareness is the beginning of any kind of change. And so all I do is make them aware of like, hey, this is actually what's going on. You think that this is the problem, but this is actually what's going on. Like for me, all of the negative situations that I kept creating throughout my adult life 
were because was because I wasn't unaware of how I was creating these circumstances. How I was expecting bad things to happen to me, and so they did. And if they didn't, I would subconsciously create that. I know it's I know it's uh it's chicken scratch or whatever they. Oh say. no, it's just backwards on my side. Oh, it is. It says, and this is my quote. This is going to be your quote. awareness is the beginning of change. Absolutely. I, like I wrote that down. Heck yes. Because it's so true, because sometimes we're so not aware, right, of, of, of a lot of things. And as soon as we start, like, understanding awareness, whether it be our, about ourselves or others or those around us or anything, mm -hmm. then, you know, we can begin to change it if it needs to be changed or, or you know, at least, like you said, be aware of it, even if it doesn't, right? Sometimes it's not, and I love that you didn't say it has to be changed. Because today I was on a call, I'm mentoring a entrepreneur, she wants to create a food truck business. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I would love to, like, facilitate that journey with you and help you with the mindset work and help you with the emotional mastery that you're going to have to go through in order to become a small business owner and not quit when things go wrong. Yeah. And so <laughs> um, we were talking today. And the last thing that I had gave her to work on was her time man playing around with different options for time management. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you can try um, timed work sessions, like 20, 25 minutes, stop, take a break. You can create a workflow where you give yourself time blocks, like from this time to this time. And I was just giving her all these options for what might help. And when she came back, she's like, I'm still really struggling. Like, I don't like to be defined to a schedule, but I also like to be this, this, and that. And she's like, I don't know how to fix it. I'm like, maybe you don't need to. I was like, there's a masculine energy that is very structured. And that is awesome. Like, there's nothing wrong with having that masculine structure. It's how stuff gets done. I was like, but you're a human being. And so you don't need to be all one way or all the other. It's okay to have masculine and feminine energy. And I was telling her, I was like, feminine energy looks like flow and creativity. And so that's how I operate. I'll create my days, but also not be so rigid to if things have to change. And so when I, I was like, you don't have to look at your you think you're all over the place when it could just be how you function. That's your gift. I was like, you function well. And she's like, thank you. I always thought something was wrong with me. I was like, I did too. And so I realized like, I can't just stick to a, a, a very strict schedule. I've never been that person, but I do need the schedule to keep me to have some kind of structure. So I, I love that. Like I brought that to her attention. She's like, wow, that was a light bulb for me. I'm like, yeah, stop trying to fight it. Some things you don't need. Doing shadow work taught me that doing shadow work. I was like, the things that I think are horrible about myself or the things that I'm trying to hide from the world or from myself, those are the, the, that's my strength. I'm like, when I get to embrace all aspects of Bonnie, messy Bonnie, bossy Bonnie, smart Bonnie, successful, selfish, all of it, I get to own it all. And then that, that's where your power comes from because now you're not denying pieces of yourself. And so I, I love that, like just showing people that. So I want to, so this is the Karen Lamb Show, guys. Please make sure you are liking, following, subscribing. Please go to our YouTube channel, IMT. I'm trying to work on getting enough subscribers. I'm, I'm new to this whole thing. So trying to work on getting enough I can take the show to live on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribing on YouTube at I am Taryn Lamb. Make sure you're liking both of our um, IG, uh, subscribing, liking, whatever, all the things, you know. And we're on the podcast at I am Taryn Lamb. So... You mentioned, no, Apple Podcasts is the Taryn Lamb show. Sorry. Everything else is I am Taryn Lamb. I'm getting it together. So you mentioned <laughs> the bossy Bonnie, the this Bonnie, the that Bonnie, and you mentioned finding all those Bonnies. Is that what you, is that, because part, I just don't know. So yeah. is that considered shadow work when you're kind of finding your, 
your your Terrans, if you will? Yes. So uh, the best analogy for shadow work is like, and I love this one. There's so many analogies, but I'll stick with the castle one. The castle one really like sends a light bulb to most people, especially like when I say it, they're like, oh my gosh. And it's like this, when you're a little kid, your personality is like a huge castle with all these different rooms. Like you, one room is the messy you where you don't pick up your clothes or your toys or anything. And then there's the other room that may be extremely neat and very tidy. And then maybe there's the room that's artistic and likes, if you're a boy, likes pink stuff. Or if you're a boy, you like dolls or just something. Um, in my case, um, I'm black, but I really like rock music. And I used to get made fun of, or I don't talk like a typical black girl, like all these different pieces of Bonnie, intelligent Bonnie, and then also a little spacey Bonnie. Um, Bonnie that likes to dance, Bonnie that likes to cheerlead, whatever it is, all these different pieces of me. And what happens is, as you get older and people come into your castle and they look in your different rooms and they tell you that that's not acceptable. You can't mm -hmm. be messy. So then you start to create this persona, oh, messy is embarrassing. I won't receive love if I'm messy from my parents so I can never be like that. Or the, I'm gonna use the word, uh, let's say idiot, because this was, this was an example from a book that I saw, like your parents use the word idiot a lot to make you, or when they refer to someone that did not smart things. So now you have, cre you, you shut the door on the, the piece of you that may be a little goofy sometimes and make mistakes, and now you never make mistakes. And so as you grow up, you start to close the, the doors on all of these rooms. So like the you that used to be, because I can look, I'm, I'm better now, but I can look and see where there are pieces of me that I hid from people because I learned that it was unacceptable. I don't do stuff like this. I don't listen to this kind of music. We don't talk this way. We don't hang around these people. And closing all these rooms until you look up as an adult and you forgot you were a castle, you only see yourself as a one-bedroom fixer-upper duplex. Mm -hmm. And shadow work is about going back and opening all those doors and reclaiming all those parts of yourself that you were conditioned to believe made you less acceptable or that made it hard for you to be loved. I got it. I mean, I feel like when I think about that, it's interesting because like there's for me, you know, I know there's like quirky Taryn, right? And people used to always be like, what? And then I'm like, I you know, I would. I think for a minute I tried to hide it and then it was just too undeniable. So then I was like fighting this other Taryn and I was like, never mind, just be a kook. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who cares? And so now I'm embracing that quirky Taryn, but I can kind of understand where, you know, at some point in my life, it, it, I tried to not be so quirky, you know? Um, but it, it didn't really work because I am who I am. But I understand the, like you said, like everybody kind of, people going in your castle and telling you, you shouldn't do this, you know? And you're like, okay. Why you do know? you like that stuff? Or like, what was, what's a good one that people forget that they... Well, I had a good one about the, you know, you're a black woman and you like rock, you know? Cause people were like, what? You know? Airwalks and vans. I, I remember people used to joke with me. They're like, we're taking away, my dad would say he's taking my black card away. And as a little kid, I'm like, my what? <laughs> yeah. So like just stuff like that, like I, I that's why I teach my kids. I'm like, do let, like you guys listen to whatever you want, wear whatever you want, like be yourself. You want to be an artist? You want to be a rapper? You want to be a, like whatever? I'm like experiment, figure out who you are. There is no right or wrong answers here, because then you end up living a life full of regret, trying to keep other people happy, your parents, your friends, and then you end up whatever age it happens when you look up and you're like, this is not who I, who is this person? How did I get here? Yeah, how did you get here and why? And yeah. why? Yeah, I totally can get that. 
Um, so what do you believe, we got about seven minutes left. What do you believe the future holds? For you. Oh, for me? Oh, girl, are y'all ready? <laughs> We're ready. Oh, seven minutes. Okay, so well, my... Because we got one minute. We've got one more question after that. Oh, okay. So quick. All right. So my goal is to create the number one personal development platform for women. And I say number one because I, I want to, I don't have this small vision. Like, I don't just want to help a few people. Like, I see this being so much bigger than me. I want to be able to employ, I know how hard it is to get your small business started, especially as a coach. And I want to be able to provide a platform where coaches and um, all of my yogi friends that teach sessions and women that do Reiki and energy healing. I've connected with so many healing and light workers that I want to create a platform where they can be accessed and they can have their own communities on this platform. And I noticed that my clients are getting a little Facebook, uh, what's the word? We're tired of it. Like it's all, like it's stressful, but that's where my, my communities are. That's where my client communities are. And it seems like every few weeks we're all like, we need a social media break. And this is not, I'm like, well, what if your social media was just personal development? What if it was just like our Facebook group where it's just encouragement and love and motivation? How can I get that in one place? How can I deliver the services that I offer to women and then show them how to level their life up? Like that's essentially what we do is teach them how to level up. And so that's what I see for myself. And I, not just for myself, but for all of the women, like I want to bring them with me. They'll, I want to employ women. I know that so many women feel they don't have enough skills or they've just been a, a stay at home mom or like me, I was just a waitress. I didn't feel like I would be able to do anything. I want to take those women and put them in positions where they are making a difference in the world by working at a company like that. So that's the vision that I see. The number one personal development platform for women. Yes, for women or in the world? Say that again. It's specifically for women, right? You're, you're yeah. specifically, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, I'm just going back to aware that whole awareness thing. I'm stuck on that for whatever reason. Um, the I think it's helping women be aware. That there's more. Being aware yeah. that just because this is all you've seen doesn't mean that's all there is. And once you can like ex like accept that fact, now your brain's going to be constantly looking for ways to be like, oh, snap. And there's so many spokes to being aware, right? There's, if, if it's a wheel, there's so many spokes to that, to your point of, you know, your inner self, your outer self, which of those things, you know, your, maybe it's your spiritual self, maybe it's your financial self, you know, maybe it's your... Uh, professional self what do those spokes look like for you and how can you become aware to make change in, in those areas of your life that you you know you maybe you value you think need to be changed maybe they don't like to your to our point earlier maybe they don't need to be changed but hey Yash but you need to you know like look at those areas and see where you need to make change if, if that's possible and I think giving that out there to women is a great tool because, you know, we're constantly evolving mm -hmm. and we all do, I think, have these little minds that you said before, like our little castles that were broken into, let's say, by people to tell us what we should be, you know, and how can we get out of our what do you call it? Would you say you're our fixer-up duplex and go back yeah, to our <laughs> Go one-bedroom fixer-upper. Yeah, and go back to our um, 
castles, but you need to give instruction to that. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, I always, one of my key tenets of coaching is the fact that your brain learns through repetition or through intensity. Mm -hmm. So we either learn that, like I said, like you're worthless, like how I felt through something intense, like you being violated or repeatedly where you're constantly shown negative aspects of life or about yourself. And eventually your brain just decides that's what it is. And so mm -hmm. it is an unlearning process. It's not an overnight thing, but I teach women how to rewire mm -hmm. their mind and rewrite their story. Rewire your mind and rewrite your story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down too. <laughs> your mind and rewrite your story. Okay, two minutes left. And so this is a question I ask every guest. So everyone who watches the show knows or listens, if you listen to the show, every show I end with this, I save all these little cats in my backyard. I know that's a whole nother show, but um, you know, they say curiosity in the cats. Eek. Um, so what are you, Bonnie, what are you curious about? <sighs> I'm curious about what the world's going to look like in five years when women take over. <laughs> ah, I love it. There's so many women just growing and, and walking into their fate or stepping into their power and being faithful and knowing that they can create the life they want. It's just, it's so inspiring. I'm like, what is this world going to look like when women finally step up and I, I believe that women, we're going to do a little bit better. I'm not in competition with men, but I'm just saying it's it's our turn now. Watch. <laughs> well, I mean, it started off at midnight last night when Beyonce dropped a new album, right? I haven't even gotten well, to, like, I've just seen posts about it. I haven't gotten to, to see what's going on. I don't know if it's a new album or a new song. I don't know how all that works. But, you know, she dropped something at midnight. You know, she's all, when she drops something, the whole the whole world is listening and she's always and from what i hear from it it's it's empowering to women again like, and i'm not part of the beehive or anything right just, you said that you know what is it going to look like when women take over the world it's like well it started off last night when beyonce took over the world so <laughs> bombs are dropped <laughs> shots fired dropped and the rest of us are following right yeah but i think we could find it i know i know i need to look it up i need to hear the whole song but um you know, I think that's great. And I think that what you're doing is very powerful work. And I just, I told you with this when we talked just in person, you know, your story is inspiring. And um, what you've overcame and where you are and what you're doing with it has come, I don't know if that's full circle or half a circle. I don't know if you made an about face or came all the way around. But it's just inspiring. And I just applaud you for, you know, having just taking that and you know turn it into something amazing and I, and I just implore you if you don't get a chance to watch this whole episode go back and look <laughs> at what you said whole terrible thing happened and that you told yourself let's do it and you were smiling so just keep that smile and um you know keep going I will Thank you so much for having me and pointing that out because that is that is me. So thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, that is it was it was so great to see. Well, guys, this is the Taryn Lamb Show, season seven, episode number six. We are out of here. Please make sure you are liking, um, liking the whatever, liking Instagram. You are subscribing to my YouTube 
uh, because I'm trying to move over to do IG and YouTube, and I need to get subscribers on YouTube, I guess, now to be able to do that. So I am Taryn Lamp on YouTube. Bonnie's episode will be up on YouTube as well. Bonnie's episode will be both on our both of our IGs, and Bonnie's episode will also be on Apple Podcasts. So, and that podcast is the Taryn Lamb Show. Make sure you're joining us back here next week, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 for, for my Pacific Coast friends. And if you have a story or you know someone who does, I would love to have them on the show. Get a hold of me. I would love to have you on the show. We are booking guests now into 2023. But all guests come on to volunteer, volunteer of their own time and talent. But um, it's all by word of mouth, too. So I need to continue to, to continue the show in 2023. I need to get guests for 2023. So please make sure you're reaching out to me if you have someone that would like to be on the show or if you yourself would like to be on the show. Okay, we're two minutes over and we're out. This is the Taryn Lamp. Right. And each other. Bye-bye.